...pointing finger, each bearing a plaster. Not crazy about them, I admit. It's all a bit medical, isn't it? Ralph chuckles. Yes, it is a bit. The permanent collection's much better. Let's go take a look. We stroll through to an area room filled with bright, splashy abstracts, which are far more pleasing with their cheery colours. Ralph makes straight for a still life, depicting a wobbly, yolk-yellow circle on a sky-blue background. That's quite striking, isn't it? I remark. He nods. Yes, it was always Belinda's favourite. Belinda? I give him a quizzical look. My wife, he explains. Oh, right. This floors me even more than the hair colour shock. From our email chats, I learnt that Ralph enjoys reading thrillers, cooking Asian food, and jaunts to the South Coast. Reassuringly unremarkable stuff. One cat, no kids, just didn't happen for me. However, although a couple of relationships have been mentioned, no wife has popped up in our communications. I study the painting, wondering how I'm supposed to respond. Really? Well, I can see she has excellent taste. Or... How about showing me more paintings Belinda loves? Now I can barely concentrate on the art at all as a terrible thought hits me. He said wife, not ex-wife. Surely if they were separated or divorced, he'd refer to her as his ex. I mentally scroll back to the email where Ralph mentioned his situation, relationship-wise. I've been on my own for just over a year. Not single, but on his own. Plus, the painting was Belinda's favourite, past tense, which can only mean one thing. Belinda is dead. I throw Ralph a quick glance as he finally tears himself away from the yellow circle painting and moves on. Is this why he suggested meeting at the Nutmeg Gallery? Because Belinda loved it here. It makes sense too, the vintage profile photo I mean. He's still so deranged with grief, he couldn't get it together to find a more recent one, or perhaps she was in all of them, hugging him. God, how tragic. This is probably the first day he's been on since she died. As we drift into the next room, I run through possible ways of broaching the subject sensitively. So, um, if you don't mind me asking, what happened with Belinda? Is Belinda still, uh, around? Neither sounds quite right. Ralph starts to stroll around, hands clasped behind his back as he gazes thoughtfully at the artworks. It's not paintings in here, but a collection of grubby old baskets with bits of frayed rope attached, dotted around on the parquet floor. On closer inspection, because I'm trying to appear suitably fascinated, and not like some heathen who only likes paintings of thatched cottages or kittens, Each of the baskets has a small item inside. Nothing precious or beautiful, but the kind of stuff you might have crammed in the cupboard under the sink. Rubber gloves, a bottle of Sif, a pair of rusty Brillo pads sitting snugly together as if they might start mating. Although I know I should be open-minded, just as I'm trying to be open-minded about Ralph, I'm starting to think we should wrap up the art bit now and head to the cafe. That unmentionable thing, Belinda, his dead wife, hovers between us, but right now, with the elderly couple still lurking close by, isn't the right moment to bring it up. Interesting, isn't it?
Ralph remarks. Oh, er, yes, very. Be positive. It was his idea to come here and the poor man's bereaved. What do you think it's all about? I ask. My stomach growls as he gazes around. I was too intent on getting ready. Black and white spotted dress, patent heels, full face of makeup and a ruddy blow dry, to think about lunch, and now it's gone 3pm. Well, he says, I think it could be interpreted in lots of ways. He pushes back his neatly cropped hair. I don't want to sound pretentious. You know how people can be about art. Oh, yes, I say, warming to Ralph a little now, but wary of over-warming to him out of pity. It's all cleaning stuff, isn't it? Trapped in baskets. So I think it's about that terrible hemmed-in feeling you have when you've got the kitchen nice and